Okay, so Ian, can you tell us, um, tell, a bit, little, tell us a little bit about your life. You're married to Karina. Yeah. Um, three beautiful kids. Yeah. Um, you work here as a school teacher on the peninsula. Yep. Um, can you fill in some of those gaps for sure. us? So, yeah, I, I, um, beautiful family, wife, three kids. Um, not the perfect family, but uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty good stage for us at the moment. I've taught here in this school for um, this will be my 25th year coming up. Um, I've uh, yeah, I, I teach woodwork basically over at the other campus, and uh, yeah, my, my kids uh, and I we all we all love the ocean, and so we spend a lot of time surfing. My my eldest son uh, is a part-time surf instructor uh, down here at Umina, and my wife and I do a lot of stand-up paddleboarding off uh, Terrigal and, and Wongal Beach as well. So um, yeah, uh, I suppose at this stage of life, my kids. Uh, eldest at uni, um, my youngest son's doing year 12 this year, and I've got a daughter in year 9, so it's, it's a nice stage. It's good. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Thank you. Um, so, can you tell us, you're a teacher here, teaching woodwork, yep. what are some of the things that you enjoy about teaching, and what are some of the challenges? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, like I said, I, I've, uh, this will be my 25th year. Um, I, I had a colleague that uh, I remember clearly when he reached his 25th year of teaching at this campus, he kept saying to me, 25 years, you don't get that, that long for murder. And um, he was kind of, he's past his use by date. But for me, as I'm getting closer to retirement, I'm, I'm just enjoying it more and more. I, I love this school. Um, particularly, I've been at the senior campus for 10, sorry, the junior campus for 10 years. And um, I think it's, it's got to be the best school on the coast. Uh, we've got great staff, great principal. Um, my workshop is particularly well appointed and um, I, I love the kids, um, I, I, I love the bad kids or the kids that the other teachers find difficult. I think in my area, if I can't engage them um, in, in what we do in the workshops, I'm not trying hard enough. So uh, I love that over the years, the kids that often come um, who are a bit rebellious, they often end up being my best kids by the end of the term. And uh, the staff over there, I, I'm, I'm realising now I've got about 18 months until I retire. So I'm going I'm to miss relationships with the kids and the staff there. So, yeah, thoroughly enjoy it and thoroughly recommend it as a school. I think it's a great school. Yeah, yeah that's great. And some of the, some of the challenges? Um, there are difficult kids, but um, like I said, the, the nature of what I teach, being able to uh, make stuff in, in an exciting way, um, the harder they are, the more I enjoy it. And, and I enjoy that challenge. And, um, yeah, it's pretty rare not to be able to get a kid engaged. And the great thing, getting them engaged in my subject often helps their learning across the, across the whole of school life. So yeah, even definitely. the challenges are really good. Yeah, so, that's yeah, great. And it's good it. because it's one of those hands-on subjects. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, they're not stuck in their seats. So. No, and it's, it's yeah. new and exciting, particularly when they come from primary school to, to actually be in a workshop with all the machinery and yep. uh, tools and the smells of wood. And it's so. a little bit risky too. That's very true. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> we haven't lost any fingers or anything. That's but, uh, good. Uh, <laughs> 25 exciting. years and no lost fingers. That's, that's right. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Nothing major. <laughs> that's excellent. Um, so, Ian, a number of years ago, um, you used to live on the northern beaches. That's right, yep. Um, and you made a big decision in your life. Can you tell us a little bit about what life was like before you made that yeah, decision? Sure. So, um, yeah, sure. So, yeah, pre-Christian. So, on the northern beaches, um, at about age 30, I, I became a Christian. And I suppose reflecting on life back before that point... Um, I lived my own life and did my own thing. Um, I, I look back and I, I can see I was, I was pretty selfish. Um, I, I suppose work for me, I was, I was a primary teacher for a lot of those years. Um, 
I just did it because I wanted to be able to fund my weekends down the south coast and um, my holidays up the north coast and, and hanging out with mates. I had a good mate whose cousin um, managed one of the pubs up at Byron Bay and um, used to hang up there a lot and lots of partying and surfing and stuff. But um, yeah, life was, it was actually kind of fun. Um, I wasn't like down and out and miserable. I, I was pretty happy, but I must say I had a yearning for more. Um, I know the good times were good, but um, they were pretty unfulfilling. Um, and, and the good times weren't that long lasting. So I, I knew there was more and I remember searching for more. But um, yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't for years later that uh, I found things that actually made sense. So yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Selfish great. lifestyle. Was Selfish my... lifestyle with a, with a yearning, having fun, but with a yearning for more. Yeah. Yeah. Realising that there must be more to life. Yeah. 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 More to life than living for surfing and those holidays. That's right. Although yeah. I suppose that, you know, it, it drove me to just keep looking for the perfect waves and, uh, and perfect relationships, which I, I never really found. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. yeah, that's helpful. Thank you. Um, so it's been a bit of a journey for you since then. Yeah. Um, and you said that um, around that time when you are about 30 or so, you made a decision to become a Christian. Yeah. Um, can you tell us what, what impact... Um, sorry, you, so around that time you started to think about some of the bigger picture stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, and somebody... You started to consider some of the claims of Jesus. Yep. How did all of that come about and yeah. what convinced you... Um, that they're true. Obviously, yeah. you're sitting in front of us here this morning, yeah. a different man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what about, what is, tell us a little bit about that journey for you. Okay. Look, I, I remember age 25, I ended up in the cardiac ward at Motorvale Hospital. Um, I uh, worked out at a gym um, early one morning with uh, a couple of ex-NRL players and they pushed me a bit hard and I ended up being in an ambulance, rushed to hospital. And uh, I remember that night, um, the doctor's saying to me, we think you've had a heart attack, we're not really sure. Um, we should know by morning because you'll often have a follow-up um, in the next few hours. And I remember they put a nitroglycerin pill on the table beside me and a buzzer to alarm them when, um, when some event happened. And I remember lying there all that night thinking, if the worst happens, I, whatever God is like, I, I don't think I'm going to fare very well. And I, I made up my mind I was going to investigate things. Uh, I thought it probably won't be Christian things because I thought of it being you know, stodgy and uh, kind of old ladies kind of stuff. But uh, I remember I'm going to do something about this. But it wasn't until probably another five years later um, that I investigated things seriously. Actually, I do remember going on a holiday with my girlfriend at the time um, after that hospital incident and I made her take me into a church up at Ballina. I remember sitting there and being creeped out and about halfway through that church meeting, I remember getting up and going out and saying, no, this isn't for me. But uh, about five years later, um, a bunch of guys I'd started surfing with invited me along to their church. Uh, Craig Dobby was, was one of them, actually. And uh, I remember hearing the, the minister out the front and it, it wasn't at all what I was expecting. Uh, people were kind of normal. It was all very casual. Um, and, and the... Uh, the, the message that he was talking about, I thought it was going to be that I had to be super religious and super good, but uh, his message wasn't like that at all. I remember the message was all about Jesus, and he explained the, um, the Bible uh, and explained how it was all about Jesus. And I remember the key thing that struck me at that time, and this is about age 30, uh, was Jesus died for me. 
And I remember, I'd, you know, I'd heard that many times, you know, that was nice, Jesus had died for me, but for the first time I realised that he'd actually died in my place, uh, taking the punishment um, that I deserved for, for the way that I'd lived and uh, rebelled against God. So, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's how I heard that message. Um, yeah, things have gone on from there, yeah. And so what, what, were there any things in particular that convinced you that that message was true? Yeah, I, I suppose um, historically uh, it all measured up. Um, the things I was being taught about the Bible, I could investigate from sources outside of the Bible from that time. I could um, investigate whether the Bible itself held together, whether it contradicted itself. But more than that, I could see the change in my life and the, um, the, the lives of people around me. But uh, the truth just resonated from it. Yeah. 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 Yep, that's wonderful. That's yeah. great. Um, so it's been a bit of a journey for you since then. You're obviously not 30 anymore, although looking great for someone who's nearly <laughs> retiring. Thank you. Um, so it's been a journey for you since then, but what impact has that decision made on your life? Yeah. Um, look, one of, the, one of the New Testament writers, uh, Paul, in uh, a letter to the Corinthians, he, he talks about lo- the love of Christ, and he says that the, the love of Christ compels us. And uh, that word means it, it, it takes us captive. And he says, uh, Christ's love compels us that no longer do, uh, should we live for ourselves, but for him who's, who's died and, and, and raised again. And I reckon that's, that's genuinely the effect it's had on me. Um, I suppose more and more as I, as I uh, lived a Christian life, I, the, the love that Christ has shown me, it, it has taken me captive. Um, I, I can't help but want to live for him that has done so much for me. And so it's, it's come to bear in everything that I do um, in terms of how I, I live as a teacher, um, how I live as a husband and a father. Um, I'm, I'm passionate for other people around me to come to know Jesus too because I think it's just such a great life. Um, I look back on my selfish life beforehand and how I thought that by pursuing happiness I'd find that kind of joy. It's funny now that by not seeking my own happiness, but by seeking to live for Jesus, I've found lasting and real joy, um, satisfaction, meaning and purpose. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. I, I, I couldn't think of a better way to live. That's great. Yeah. And I'm assuming that just because you've got that joy doesn't mean that life is easy and always no, great. No. Um, yeah, thanks. But Look, I should say in all this, I'm far from perfect. Um, I don't know if I've taught any of you guys or your kids... <laughs> Uh, my family and any kids I've taught would, would, I'm sure, tell you I'm far from perfect. But uh, uh, I suppose more and more, um, uh, the, the, I suppose the, the, the goals that I have, the things I live for, have been shaped by um, wanting to live for Jesus. Yeah. And um, I suppose I think I, I suffer from migraine. And the thing that brings on migraine for me is chocolate. And uh, when I was younger, I didn't know that. And so Easter used to be a terrible time for me. I was always throwing up and with bad headaches. But when they worked out what what it was that caused it, I I stopped eating chocolate. And I I would have nightmares, and I still do have nightmares, thinking I've eaten chocolate because of the bad effect it has on me. And and the Christian life's a little bit like that, where the things I used to love um, that were not good for me, I've I've grown to not like them at all. And the things I know are good for me, um, I've grown in that sort of taste. Yeah, so. yeah, that's really helpful. That's a good, yeah, good link there. Thank you. 
Um, so, um, if people here today, or if you've had, you've said you have a real passion for people to find what you've found in Jesus, um, what are some things that people could do um, to check some of these things out? Yeah, look, I saw a guy last night um, who's actually a, a, a pastor now, and he shared with me how he became a Christian. He, he uh, in his uh, late teens, early 20s, he was very suspicious of church, but wanted to investigate Christian things, and he said he read the Bible from cover to cover. He uh, started at the front page, finished at the back, said it took him about six months. And what was interesting, he said as he read it for himself without any guidance, he said he began to realise that it was all about Jesus. And which was really, it was encouraging for me because, you know, I suppose my journey has been helped with people that assisted me. But uh, yeah, six months reading the Bible cover to cover, he recognised all about Jesus, he recognised how true it was. And it shaped his life to the point where then he, he realised he needed to be a part of a church and, and grow that way. Now, he's a history teacher, he's a smart guy, um, he's, he was reading the Bible with that background of history. I think it's an unusual way. Uh, I'm sure that you know, reading the Bible is, is the way to come to know Jesus and to become a Christian. But the life course that they run here, um, I think is extraordinary. It, it covers all sorts of things that would give you a good foundation and understanding who Jesus is and the claims on his life. Um, I've taken many friends over the years. Um, in fact, the, the, the college principal, uh, Mr Gilmore, I took uh, about 10 years ago. And I'm sure that he would say it's probably the best thing he's ever done. It was certainly life-changing for him. And I've taken a number of people since. Um, I've had friends that have come, they've investigated things. They haven't gone on with Christian things, but they've actually, all of them have said what a, what a good time they had. Uh, they couldn't uh, fault the validity of things and the evidence that was presented before them. They had a good time, they enjoyed the food and uh, they enjoyed the way it was presented. So yeah, I'd thoroughly encourage you to, to check out the life course. Um, the other thing, church in general. So over the next few weeks I know that they run here the summer series and uh, issues um, that would be, I suppose, commonly challenging um, and, and helpful. They'll be covered over these next few weeks and be a good time to come to church. But like I said, reading the Bible. Um, probably I wouldn't recommend starting at the front and reading to the back. That's, that's probably beyond a lot of people. But um, the, the first four um, parts of the New Testament, their accounts about Jesus. Um, Mark's Gospel particularly and Luke, they're, they're concise accounts. And, uh, yeah, you couldn't do better than to read through those and, and to think about who Jesus is and, um, and the claims he has on our lives. Yeah. yeah, that's helpful. So those three things, so life, summer fest, checking yeah. out the Bible, particularly the, the four Gospels. Yeah, 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 I think that'd be a good start. Yeah. So the life course, yeah. um, what, what could somebody expect to, to turn up at if they're g coming to life? Yep. Um, what might the night look like for them? Yeah, look... Um, I've, I've not done it for a couple of years, but each time I've been, and, and, and Craig was the speaker on those occasions, um, what happens, it, it's, it's very welcoming and friendly. Uh, there's, there's nothing challenging about it. You can, you can just sit there and absorb everything, or you can ask questions and, and be involved. Uh, so there's, there's a meal. Always the food is, is wonderful. Um, there's a time where uh, things about the Bible, things about the historicity of the Bible, uh, things about Jesus, who he was, who we are, and, uh, and that sort of thing is presented. And it's, it's, I can't imagine a clearer way to get to understand Christian things. Um, and yeah, you can, you can ask questions, there's opportunity for that. 
And like I said, you can sit there and be a spectator or you can get involved. But um, they're great times. And, and the range of people I've taken, I've, I've taken uh, a mate who was a, was a surgeon, a uh, very smart man, and he, he said, look, I'm, I'm finding this very challenging. He, um, he couldn't um, argue with the facts that were presented and he really enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, they're good night. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. Excellent. And so if somebody was to come along to life, yeah. um, which is usually a six-week six thing, yeah. um, would there be a commitment to come along to church at that time as well? Or yeah. What, yeah. Is, what is the expectation, I suppose? Look, as far as I, I know, there's, there's no commitments. You, you could come and check out life for just one week. Uh, I, I think you'd be ripping yourself off. I think to do the whole thing gives you a good picture. But you could come along one week, you could come along just for a couple. But I think, uh, yeah, to, to get the, the big picture, to do every week, I think would be helpful. Like I said, my, uh, my friend that's now the college principal here, I took him on what was the second week um, of that series and he loved it and I know that he came back and wanted to do it again. Um, so uh, you can do that. After life there's usually a, a series of other courses that will um, take you as far as you want to go. If you want to investigate things further in those small group settings you can actually get to ask um, questions in a more intimate sort of setting and um, from that that then would flow into another group if you wanted to. But um, in investigating things, you know, it, it's, it's at your pace. Um, you get to go along to, to church as, as um, you would see fit, would ha be how things work. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. helpful at your pace, doing yeah. things that where you're comfortable yeah. at. So, well, yeah. the, the courses that run after life, they're, they're again, very well structured, um, very clear. And I, I, the things that I went through in my first couple of years of being a Christian, trying to work things out, these courses are designed to, to answer all the questions and give you a good foundation to build on. So they're, yeah. they're excellent. Yeah, yeah that's good. great. Yeah. Thank you, Ian. Um, that's all the questions I have, so I'm going to throw it out to you guys. Does anyone have any questions for Ian that they might have? Put you all on the spot there, so I'll give you a little <laughs> bit of time. <laughs> Yeah, Carrie. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. That's a great question, actually. Um, when I was checking out Christian things, um, my girlfriend at the time has since become my wife, and so as I was investigating things, uh, she came along as well. And what was what was quite funny was that she came along, and um, at that church, this little church down in Manly Vale, down in the Northern Beaches, she spotted friends that she'd gone to school with and friends that had actually spoken to her about Christian things and friends that she really admired and liked. And it was interesting because both of us together then um, became Christian over a period of time. We'd been going out together as boyfriend-girlfriend uh, for a number of years before that. And so we became Christian. Um, our first year of marriage led me to coming up here from Sydney to teach. And then subsequently we've had, had kids. My 19-year-old is on team here. It's been beautiful to watch my kids grow up in the church. My daughter, my 14-year-old, she's, she's helping this morning with kids. Um, and it's, yeah, I, I, I couldn't be more thankful than having seen the way that they've grown up with great youth leaders, encouraging them and the sort of lives that they have. Um, yeah, so my family are all believers and very thankful for the support they've had from the church here. So, yeah, that's been our story, yeah. Yeah, and it Christian. sounds like it could have been quite different. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's great. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what are you doing with your yeah, look, time? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Uh, with 18, 18 months or so out from it, 
Um, I'm thinking quite differently to what I did, say, 10 years ago. A few years ago, if you'd have asked me, I would have said, look, I'm just looking forward to a rest. And uh, I surf a lot up in the north corner of Womberall Beach. And a lot of the guys I surf with are also retired guys. They're ex-coppers and firemen and so on. And what I've noticed is they love their surfing. They're often asking me to go on boat trips to the Mentawis and enjoy surfing. And I'm thinking... I want something more purposeful than that. And um, lately my boss has been asking me, he said, look, I know you're retiring in a year or two. Um, we want to start planning. Can you do a couple of days for us here at school? You know, one day, two days, three days. And I've actually started thinking, I think I'd actually like to keep teaching at school for a bit. Um, as much as I used to avoid it years ago, I, I love doing what I'm doing. And uh, so I think, yeah, I'll probably uh, keep doing a day or two. But the other great thing, as a Christian... I can be purposeful in my retirement. So I suppose one of the things I'll do is to go to church and say, look, I'm retired now, I'm on a good super scheme, how can you use me? Um, I was talking to a friend the other week who, uh, he does work overseas, and he's invited me and challenged me, you know, come and do some work with me over in Dubai and places like that. So there's, I figure it's a great opportunity to do all the things that I really want to do. So, yeah, good times. Yeah, thank you very much, Ian. Yeah, great, great question. Um, look, I, I, I'm not sure of the actual rules. I, I'm pretty sure that I'm not supposed to, just in the middle of a class, start saying you need to become a Christian, as much as I'd love to do that. Um, but the thing is, I, I do have the freedom to run lunchtime groups, and, and I suppose ever since I've been a teacher as a Christian, um, that's what I've done. And so more recently, guys from, from this church, they come over lunchtime, and um, they'll, they'll do a, um, a presentation, a bit of a Bible talk. They're, they're very careful in how they do that. Um, they present things so that um, it's more, these are the facts, what the Bible says. Do you have questions? And, and a lot of kids will come that really don't believe, but they do have lots of questions, and it's a really good time. In class, I figure if kids ask me about Christian things, I'm always keen to give an answer, but I'll, I'll do that uh, respectfully and uh, you know, just, just try and present this is, this is who I am. And uh, I've, I've had the full support of, um, of my principals and, and staff that I work with. Um, yeah, I think, I think teaching is a great opportunity. Uh, I, I suppose I've seen teachers that aren't Christian and have negative things in their lives subtly influence their kids just because, as a teacher, you do tend to influence the kids in your care. So, yeah, I think it's a great opportunity to be a Christian in, in a school. Mm. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so good. just to repeat the question, Ian was chasing happiness, but then he found joy, and so what's what's the difference? Yeah. Look, I don't think joy was ever on my radar. Um, happiness certainly was, and I think I think the world around us encourages us to seek the things that make you happy. <laughs> um, so for me, I really enjoyed surfing. I'm not I'm not a great surfer. Um, by any means at all, but I really enjoy that as an activity. It gives me good exercise. Um, you know, uh, I, was, I was with a mate that ran a pub up at Byron. I, I was, you know, involved in all sorts of party things, and, and they were fun. Uh, I had a good time with lots of friends. I used to go camping a lot with friends down the south coast, and it was fun, but just like for a lot of people after New Year's Eve, there's kind of the, the cost that comes with that. There's this the kind of hangover thing. Um, and so... 
seeking happiness, you tend to impact on other people because you want to have fun. Often that doesn't mean that you're looking for the best interests of others around you. In becoming a Christian, I think the difference between joy and happiness is um, I'm finding joy in doing things for other people. In fact, Jesus actually says um, it's more blessed to give than receive. I think that spins off into all sorts of things, including joy. I think the kind of joy that you get from living for Christ and for caring for your family and caring for those around you, it's a deep sense of security, purposefulness, um, meaning and and hope as well. Um, I I, I said that on the hospital bed at uh, Motorvale Hospital in the cardiac ward, I was terrified. It uh, didn't matter how much fun I'd have in the next few weeks, I, that terror would still be there facing death. I, I, don't, I don't fear death now. I've got, um, I've got a certain hope in where I'll spend eternity and I suppose my, my longing for those around me to know that same hope, to be able to do that with my life brings me great purpose, meaning and satisfaction and joy. Yeah, so. That's great. Thank you very much for sharing today, Ian. Pleasure. Um, it's been great to have you here. Thank you. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoy the rest of your <laughs> summer holidays and the surfing. And why don't we oh, thank Ian thank this you. morning? Thanks very much. Ta.